In today's show, we're looking ahead to Thursday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Let's look ahead to Thursday's games in the NBA, starting off with the first game, the Suns and the Celtics back-to-back for Phoenix. They had a pretty easy victory in the end over Philadelphia. DeAndre Ayton wasn't at his best, I would say, on Wednesday, but another opportunity for him going up against the Celtics without Rob Williams. I want to see if he can continue his recent spate of good form outside of that game on uh, Wednesday. Um, Hopefully he can do better. Well, Cam Johnson started the second half for Phoenix on Wednesday with Jay Crowder injured. Put up some okay numbers, 15 points, three triples in that one. Will they start him again if Crowder can't play? What does his role look like off the bench? He can be an interesting enough streamer, but it could really boost his value if Crowder is out. For the Celtics, Rob Williams will be out again, so Tristan Thompson will get another start. His numbers are pretty strong. The Celtics have three games in the next four days, so Thompson has some real value there. And with uh, Jalen Brown unlikely to play, with Jason Tatum questionable, with Robert Williams already out, is Jabari Parker a stream option? Now, Parker can't do much more apart from score, but if Tatum and Brown are both out, maybe Parker finds a role. Um, there is a chance, you know, obviously with Tatum, if Tatum misses, that's the real opportunity because what, Ojale and Williams you put there? Yeah, maybe you do, but Parker can come in, have score a quick 12 points in yeah, 15 minutes. He's at least someone to watch to see what his role could be in this scenario, but we don't know that at this point. The Pelicans and the Magic. Najee Marshall's playing a really high level at the moment. Took minutes off Eric Bledsoe in the last game. It did help that James Johnson was out, and Johnson is doubtful again for Thursday's game. So Marshall has some real stream value. He's coming on at the right time of the year. He's outplaying Bledsoe and yeah, putting up some okay numbers. So we want to see what his role looks like and also want to see Bledsoe, who's been garbage for literally the whole year. Van Gundy has stuck with him for literally the whole year. But now um, we're seeing Marshall in that last game get those minutes. And Alexander Walker, we would hope that he'd be available, but these are the guys that should be cutting into Bledsoe's playing time. Let's see how they deploy Bledsoe in this one. For the Magic, Cole Anthony, been super impressed with what he's been doing. And he gets another opportunity with Michael Carter-Williams out to start. I'm very intrigued to see him produce big numbers again, hopefully, uh, in this matchup against the Pelicans. Well, Chuma Akiki, the efficiency's fallen way off, but his minutes are strong. His defensive stats are pretty good. His usage is all right. And he is someone who should be a 12-team league guy, especially on such a low-volume day that Thursday is. The Sixers and the Bucks, this is a back-to-back for Philadelphia, will the thick hogsman Tobias Harris return? Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Let's hope that Harris is back out there because uh, his replacement, Furkan, Furkan? Furkan Korkmaz, did hurt himself in Wednesday's game. He was able to return, but let's hope that Harris can get back out there. Well, Joel Embiid um, obviously had, had some huge, huge numbers on Wednesday, but did have some issues with his knee. Had to go to the bench, had some heating pads on it. It is a back-to-back. I would not be surprised to see Embiid sit this one out. Um, so just keep an eye on that one. For the Bucks, 
Bob Portis's minutes have just gone in the toilet. They are absolutely shit house at the moment. Does that does that change, or do they keep playing him like fourteen minutes a night? Because obviously he's a drop, but let's see how that looks. And do they keep playing twenty two minutes of Pat Connaughton? The Bucks do have three games in the next four days as well, so Connaughton's twenty four minutes a night. Yet seventy five minutes over the next four days. That can be relatively useful. And if Portis could get twenty four a night, it'd be massively useful. But he just hasn't been at this stage. The next one is the Pistons and the Spurs. Killian Hayes should return, should start, should play 30 minutes and should be a really interesting player to watch. He's been really impressive since returning from his hip injury. Dwayne Casey, in his usual way, is saying some absolute kids. You just cover your ears. Dwayne Casey is saying some absolute fucking nonsense about Killian Hayes. Oh, we want to play him off the ball. Because, you know, when you've got a point guard who's a rookie, you've got to make sure you give them every opportunity to not learn their role. That's what you've got to do. you just got to do it. Um... So who knows? Who knows what bullshit's going to go on with Casey and Hayes? But Hayes should start. They should rest Corey Joseph permanently, but they should rest They should rest him in this one. Um, but we don't know that, of course, for sure. But I do want to watch Hayes because I want him to get the minutes. I want him to get the chance running the team. I want him to get decent usage. And I want Casey to go and uh, piss off. Big Elf Stewart. I imagine Mason Plumley rests on the back-to-back, but I don't know that for sure. I would hope that Stewart gets more minutes than Plum, regardless. And I want to watch Elf put up some big numbers. Hopefully, he's able to do that. For the Spurs. Maximum Derek. Yes, Derek White. I want to watch him because he has just become this high-volume scorer. The assist numbers aren't as high this year as what we would have hoped um, because DeRozan and DeJounte are doing a lot of that creation. But big volume, big scoring, efficiency has been improving for Derek. So let's see what he can do. And also I want to watch Jakob I think Jakob is a really, really good center, a clear top 100 fantasy player who's putting up good numbers. And I expect some pretty big things from him next season as well. I want to see what he's able to do in this matchup against Detroit and against Elf Stewart. The Hornets and the Bulls. PJ Washington Jr., I would expect to start over Vernon Carey. He's been dominating as a center. We have seen that. Happened time and time again. Um, and you know, Brago has finally admitted that publicly, that yes, this is his best position. It took a while to get there, but he has uh, he's finally admitted that, which is great. Um, and we're going to see, hopefully, some big numbers. Well, Cody Martin has been interesting. Yeah, just chipping in with some steals, chipping in with some assists, chipping in with some rebounds. He probably won't start in this game, but enough bench minutes to be of use on a low-volume day. While for the Bulls, Pat Williams, we know that he's an interesting steal streamer. Occasionally, he has some good offensive games. Occasionally, he doesn't, but he is an option here. While Daniel Tice wasn't great for him on Wednesday with Thad Young and Market and all sort of mixing in those minutes. I'd like to see what they want to do with Tice, whether they want to continue to start, foolishly, two centers, as uh, has been the uh, penchant for Tice this year, no matter what team he's been on. don't know why multiple coaches think that he can play power forward when he clearly can't. Um, but let's see what they do with Tice and where his minutes roll. The Lakers and the Mavs. What about the table, Montrez Harrell? He has been officially shitful. And Anthony Davis looks like he's going to return. So what's Harrell's role going to be? 20 minutes a night, at best? 15 minutes a night, 17 minutes a night. I think he's a droppable player, but on such a low volume day, he is someone to hold on to. While Tone Davis will be returning, if you can avoid activating him, I will. He will play 15 minutes. I don't think it's enough to activate. While for the Mavs, a back-to-back for them. Jalen Brunson, we want to watch what his minutes look like, what his role looks like. Can he be a 30-minute-a-night player? Will he have value for a Thursday? Probably. And same with Dorian Finney-Smith, who should be an interesting stream option for that Thursday. In terms of streams in general, category leagues, Pat Williams, Killian Hayes, Maxi Kleber, maybe. He did get hurt on Wednesday, so maybe he doesn't play. Drew Eubanks and Garrett Temple can be options for us there. While for points leagues, Cole Anthony, Chumura Kiki, Tristan Thompson, Patrick Williams, 
and Joshy Jackson. Guys, don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey as well. Your home for all your favorite podcasts. And then on YouTube, hit subscribe, ring the bell, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.